0: Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk. We have moments where we just have to pause. Just pause and take a break and reflect on life. Remember, you are strong, you are enough, you are capable, you are blessed, and you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. This episode's guest is a mindful therapist and is internationally certified in arts in therapy. She coaches the practice of mindfulness to promote good mental and physical health using yoga, meditation, and arts as forms of therapy. She loves working with young adults and adults. She's best at helping people look after their minds, take better care of their bodies, and support them on their journey to living. A more connected, calmer and richer life. How are you doing, Vanessa? I'm fine.
1: Thank you very much. How are you doing?
0: I'm fine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. Um, you, you have this wonderful platform, this very amazing platform that you use to help people get better, as well as also teaching your community about mindful arts. So um, can you tell me about the inspiration behind developing this mindful arts community?
1: So when I first found out about meditation, I was so excited about it. I couldn't keep my mouth sure that I was like, practically telling people about it. And then after a while, a lot of people just, like, different people just kept uh, asking me different questions. And it felt like I had to be answering the same question all over again to different people. So I just I just said, okay, I'm going to have a group. And then I just put everybody there in the group. And I started answering the questions generally on the group. So if um one person asks a question and like I answer you just find out that okay, about three other people have the same question. So I mean, the question is already answered, so they can just um go back to it and like revisit it and get the answer. So it just made things easier mm-hmm. and after a while I was like, okay, I think um it is time to make it public. <laughs> Initially it was it was not it was not public knowledge it was no public knowledge. Then after a while I made it public knowledge and then like mentioned it to like other people, put it on my platform. Like oh it's on my um Instagram page. The link is on my Instagram page. I put it on um uh, my website and started telling people. Now I have people that I do not even know in that community. <laughs> and yeah, so that's how I that's how I started
0: that's amazing so can you tell us about this community what's mindful arts community
1: yes i coach and teach them about like um meditation how to use medica- uh, meditation for their different um um aspects like different aspects of their mm. life really there's some that just say they want to focus more they they are stressed mm. um they can sleep you know like for different reasons, really. So I just teach them, um, I just talk to them about how to use meditation, yoga, and also the creative process of art, Mm. really. Because, okay, so when it comes to art, yeah, a lot of people feel like, um, oh, I can't draw, so there's no point Mm. taking up, like, a pencil and, like, paper to bother drawing. But um, really, art is not... The therapeutic part of art is... That's really, it is you taking a pencil and a book and just drawing whatever comes to mind. Mm. You can just be drawing Z, Z, Z. And after a while, you will notice, mm. for real, you will notice that, oh, okay, I'm just calm. I'm actually enjoying just drawing Z, Z, Z. And it is interesting. Mm. So you see, at that point in time, it takes you from the current state that you're in to a calmer state. Yeah. So mm. I encourage this on the group like in the community and that's what i do so far well i've
0: done so far i want to go straight to your like your instagram page um which is at adelecon Ade, ad, sorry which adelecon is at dot adelecon damilola. dot damilola yes. yes um i read that you are a self-taught hyper realist yes. and um for some ways so, so, for some ways out there who does not know what this means what does it mean to um what does it mean to be an hyper-realist or what? Can you explain um, hyperrealism to me?
1: Okay, so um, there are different forms of visual arts and I mean drawing as well. So there's painting, there's realism, there's surrealism, there's also hyperrealism. Um, I draw portraits, there are different um, ways that you can use hyperrealism. I draw portraits. So um, for me, it is me drawing somebody on a paper that looks exactly like the person, almost real. You know, it's like you can feel the person when you see it. You can see the contours of the nose. You can see, like, where the light falls. You can see the shadows. You know, it just feels real, but it's just black and white. I use charcoal and graphite um, media, so it's like you can just see black and white of an actual person. But it's on paper as well. I think basically, like, in the lamest way, that's how to explain hyperrealism. Yes. And, oh, um, about me being self-taught. Yes, I taught myself with um, YouTube, basically, and a couple of books.
0: I would love everyone that's listened to this episode to, you know, click on the, in, in the link. In the, it's going to be in the show notes. And go to adelecon.damalala's Instagram page to check out The amazing portrait that she has made with uh, that she makes with um, charcoal and graphite. They're really amazing. They're really um, beautiful. So, um, can you can you um, you know tell me how you use visual art as a form of therapy to enhance your to enhance your um, your wellness?
1: Visual art is like something you can see, and um, you you can see and feel. You know, so um, yeah, the art of the process of. Um drawing the creative process actually of drawing it's it's not only beneficial to just you that draws it at the end of the day what you draw is also beneficial it also helps um patients it also helps people that look at it, people that see it and even like um their healthcare um givers so last year I actually got into the arts and medicine fellowship right. Um, it's a Pan African fellowship and a prestigious one anyway. So I uh, successfully got in last year, and we created we created a mural at the Federal Neuropsychiatric Hospital at Uh Yaba. I've been seeing some of the activities online before, but you know, I didn't really get the essence of it until I was there personally, like painting on the wall. It was so. So nice and when I put on my um status and for people to see it, they were like, oh my god, this is just so calming. You know? So you see it's it's not just you that is drawing or painting or doing these things. It's also has an effect on the viewers, the people that see it. You get so um it's not it's not particularly about what you draw. Trust me, it's not particularly about what you draw. You can draw, you can draw water, you can draw sand, you can draw anything. It's just that it is calming when it is just the psychological effects that it that it has on people. You might have read it when people say, Oh, I look at this artwork and oh I just feel this sense of peace. Sure, it is not it is not um them just picking out of the blue or anything. It is actually real. For a while before I actually thought people were just um saying this because, like, it was... To me, I thought it was a cliché because it was already oversaid and, like, somehow I just felt, like, people do not even feel this thing anymore. They just say it because some people say it. But when I really paid attention to this thing and, like, got off that frame of mind, I realised that, yes, actually, you can... You feel this thing, you feel this emotion when you see these things. So, you see, it is... Um okay, so in our everyday life now, right now the way the world is, well, not so much as before now, thanks to COVID, unfortunately. But you know we were at this um breakneck um breakneck speed. I mean neck like, break speed, breakneck speed that we were always like on the go. You get, So we just we we stimulate our body to keep creating stress hormones and um adrenaline. So you see, when you have this moment to take a pause, when you have these things that just brings you down that um stimulates your body to create um to um release serotonin that calms you, it is it really goes a long way. So I mean, these are things that are beneficial to your health that you should keep you should keep looking at. You should keep using for your health your health is not just um when you are sick and then like i mean you have to manage your health before you break down because you breaking down is as a result of something
0: apart from visual arts um apart from using visual arts for example you also um practice mindfulness through yoga through um breathing Breathing or breath work breathing techniques and through meditation um Can you tell me about for for a simple-minded person like I am? I think we said this before the we started recording this episode. For a simple-minded person like me, can you tell me about yoga and meditation and the breathing techniques? What can I do as a very simple person that will not threaten? I'm sorry, that will not scare me away from you know yoga or meditation or breathing. Yes, and also if you could tell me about the benefits, why should I even why should I do yoga at all? Why should I meditate?
1: (laughs) Okay, so firstly. You have to understand what meditation or mindfulness means. Okay, so meditation is like the practice of the the different techniques that helps you hone your focus and um, awareness. Mindfulness is about you being present in the moment with anything that you're doing. Literally anything that you're doing. You can be washing the dishes, but you're mindful. Because you you know that okay um um I'm lagering the soap, I'm raising these plates, I'm turning off the tap, I'm dropping the plates. You know, a lot of the time we're not aware. There's, like truthfully, a lot of people like mundane things like washing the dishes, you just know that oh you're washing and then oh I'm done you wait to while away time. But mindfulness is not about while away time. It's about being conscious and aware of time. You knowing that, okay, it's one minute already. It's one second is counting, two seconds, three seconds. You guess you're walking, you're aware that you're walking. So people believe that meditation, for meditation, you have to sit down, you know, you have to like sit down, cross legs, like the Buddhists do and you have to close your eyes. You have to hold your um your thumb and your um index finger together. You get like the way images portray it to be true. <laughs> yes, exactly, perfect. But, but, no, meditation is not like that. It is actually far from that. You can be lying down and you're meditating. You can be walking and you're meditating. You can be dancing and you're meditating. The fact is that you are aware of whatever it is that you are doing. You are aware of your breath. You are aware of the air, like the air around you. You are aware of the air on your skin. Like, if you get what I mean, like you are really aware and focused of the things in your environment or focused on one particular thing. So why I say or, yeah. Um, so, um, okay, there are different types of meditation, right? Um, loving kindness meditation now. Let's say loving kindness meditation. You are saying um, wishful words to yourself and to other people. You're wishing them well. You know, in that sense, you you will not be um, really conscious and aware of your surroundings because you are, conscious and aware of the words you're saying you get so it's not just you being aware of what you're doing now and like what is going on around you but the thing is that you are aware of the activity that you're doing you get so you say you want to you say you want to meditate now yeah you can just sit down now you can just you can close your eyes you can open your eyes your choice um, but it okay. So why did we we talk more about closing your eyes? Is because when your eyes are open, you are more prone to distractions because things are always going to be happening around you. Like
0: if you want to convince me, for example, I did like benefit that you could say, "Oh, Toby, you have to um, oh, Toby is advisable to meditate so that you can achieve this." For example,
1: so yes, meditation actually meditation, yoga, and um, arts in a way. As is not fully in that um sphere, but meditation yoga more, but me- they actually help reduce um your stress level. They help you focus more. Mm. Um, they mm. they increase they increase your sense of love actually and well being, yeah. in the overall sense. Mm. It actually helps you improve physically, like your um physical being your um, your way of doing things. Trust me, when you start doing these things, you feel more physically active. Yes, and in fact, I think like stress, okay, so they can help you handle um, anxiety, depression, and a lot more other psychological illnesses or ailments. Yes, but the thing is, um, a lot of the time we're not usually aware that our physical illness is as a result of mental or psychological illnesses so like say stress now i keep emphasizing on stress because i have found out well alongside a lot of other people that have done studies that stress is an inherent factor for most physical things most physical um, ailments because when this thing keeps breeding and growing in you and you do not address it, it manifests as a physical illness. You might just think you might just think that you have a back ache for some reason, but you don't know why. It can actually be stress because these things um the body stimulates hormones hormonal responses, if you get know what I mean. It stimulates hormones to respond to what you are subjecting yourself to physically, and mm-hmm. your body does not do well with these hormones, so your body stores them in a pathway.
0: You have these five, four, three, two, one magic tricks that one can practice. Um, also for optimization, I yes. guess.
1: Okay. Well, it's not essentially. It's not like for um optimization per se, but um, mm. it's to. Andrew um anxiety. You get. So, you know, okay. a lot of the time we all have different things like I mean, we all have different things that we're anxious about. It might be stage fright, it might mm. be you being anxious about like maybe a result or really like anything. So a way to calm mm. a way to calm your mind because the the mind actually the brain is overactive. So when you're anxious, <laughs> your brain is going into overdrive. It's thinking of like different things. Yeah, like thinking of like worst-case scenario. Mm. You're thinking of like what like mm. anything really that is not beneficial to you because when you're anxious, you're not thinking of things that are beneficial to you. And your heart rate actually increases at that point in time. Yeah, so um there are just something you can do to to mm. calm your nerves. And slow your heart rates back to the normal reading, and that's like the five four three two one of meditation. You get
0: okay. So what are the what are the five four three two one? Okay,
1: so um, this thing just optimizes the five senses that we have. We have the sense of sight, smell, um, feel, um, yeah, feel, touch, um, taste, and um, I think here. I think that's what I didn't mention. Mm. So, <clears throat> you look around you, basically. It's like just the things around you. Mm. You point out five things that you can see. You are aware of five things that you can see. Like, oh, there's this artwork, there's this uh, post notes, there's this post, there's this whatever. You note five things around you. Then you feel four things. So, you can feel mm. your hand, you can feel the table. You yeah. can feel the contours of the table. You can feel the chair. You can feel, just make sure you feel four things around you. <laughs> yes, you're doing that. <laughs> you're doing it already. I like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yes, I'm trying to feel four things around you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then you note three things yeah. that you can hear. Even if, even if mm. to you, you are just, you're alone where you are. If you pay attention, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be able to hear three different things. You'll be able to hear maybe bird chirping around or like maybe a motorist mm. or the fan whirling or anything. You will note three things. Mm. So you see, this is not yes. just you saying, oh, there's nobody talking around me. There's nothing to hear. Because there will be something to hear. There will be three things around you. You get. Mm. Then um, yes. two things that you can smell. You might feel like, oh, um, I don't have sharp nose, <laughs> sharp sense of smell, <laughs> but mm-hmm. when you really focus, when you are focused, and on... okay, let me say it this way: when you are focused on something, you really notice what that thing can do. When you are focused on your nose mm-hmm. on smelling something, you will you will perceive something mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that sense of um that um sense of smell. Your olfactory nerves will be really heightened. Blood will be rushing towards it. It's like every of your sense is focused on it. So you see, it has to do its yeah. job. It has to do its job. Mm-hmm. So you would smell two things around you. And mm-hmm. the last one is one, which is one thing you can taste. You try to taste something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is it put? Am I supposed to put something in my tongue to taste, or I just check for my tongue? I check on my tongue right it, now and see. Well, I you can something?
1: do that, or no. you can put something in your mouth to taste. Ah, okay. Yes, okay. I mean, but there's yeah. COVID now, so I mean, I don't really encourage just putting your hand in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. No, you, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but you taste something. By the time you're done going through that list, you see that mm. you're no more anxious. Like your mind is already off whatever it is that you're anxious about or of, and you are more focused on what yes. it is that you're doing at that moment, what it is that you're smelling, tasting, or whatever, and your heart rate would yeah. have returned to normal, and you are back as mm. yourself, as a normal self. So if you if yeah. you feel like after you're done, you your mm. mind um goes back to what it is that got you anxious in the first place, you can do mm. it again. And after a while, you mm. just notice that, all right, now how well I mean, I cannot be anxious of this let me just focus on something else, and you're good to go.
0: It's a very useful way of distracting yourself from that um anxious exactly, state of mind
1: absolutely
0: I'm um, talking about distracting you from anxious state of mind. um there are a lot of other means or ways, like uh, for example, listening to inspiring podcasts or also reading books, which i um is very good for feeding the soul, yes. I guess. And um, f- f- it's actually good for feeling the soul. Um, are there like some books that you have read that really spoke to you? And if you could speak to one listener there or two listeners out there, what are the benefits of actually picking up a book to read?
1: Oof. um, Somehow, that's going to be a little tricky for me because for me, reading has been ingrained in me. I've been reading since I was like mm. really little. my earliest knowledge is an awareness of me mm. reading. My mom really made it like a normal thing for me. She used to buy books for me. And then um, my dad and I were always reading at night. My assignments, like my task was to read the book and then summarize it to so, her. Uh, so, I mean, if I don't read it, mm. how would I be able to summarize.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah.
1: um, it has mm. really been imbibed in me and I've been reading for as long as I know. Um, but really, it is—it has really been beneficial to me because I know—not trying to be um boastful or trying to brag or anything—but like I know a lot of things from the books I've read. Hmm. I read, I read almost every genre of book, well, besides horror. Horror is not my thing it will never be my thing. Okay. <laughs> so you see,
0: yeah, it's, it's yes, scary. I can't yeah. do.
1: <laughs> so reading, <laughs> reading gives me that knowledge that I would otherwise not have had. And I also, I actually mm. prefer books to movies. And I don't know, my exes might be to some people, but I like to imagine things myself. Movies, mm. movies are already the, um, Scriptwriter, the director, the producers' imagination all put together and like what they want you to see, but a book mm. is just one person's um imagination. You are the one that's going to fill it in yourself. Yes. I like I like doing that, yes. so I like putting myself mm. as an invisible overseer, you get or observer. Mm-hmm. So mm. this has actually this is. This is particularly the reason I read more. I just want to keep observing things mm. like in mm. like just being an invisible uh person in the scene. You get. Um mm. one book that really did me in was uh the book I mentioned previous earlier, um uh, The Power of the Subconscious by Joseph Murphy. That book I would say it became a turning point because after I read it, I started processing things differently. I started being more intentional about things. I said being more intentional about my life. I I started focusing more. I started, I mean, that brought me down this road that I am currently in. Although at the time, at the time I didn't, I didn't see it that way. I think it was just like, Last year that I just like did an introspection, and I realized that, okay, things just became a little more different after I read this particular book, and I started looking for more books that was going to keep me on that train on this train, train you get yeah. so mm-hmm. um yes. and I've come to understand that you can't really force people to read. Well you can tell people to you can encourage people to find one reason to read. This thing is subjective. Yeah. I have my mm-hmm. reason that I read. You will have your reason for reading. The, the most important thing is start with a book that really interests you. Don't just carry any book mm-hmm. and say because somebody's read this book, they want to go and read it and like find what the person found in the book. It won't work that way. Mm. And books are
0: you have to be interested yes, in it yourself.
1: Yes, yes. But we can all encourage mm. like um the space to read. I've been in a few book clubs mm. personally. I actually like them. I like them. Ah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so you see, you can okay, um you can also join a book club. Like I mean, for the um, mm. listeners out there, you can also join a book club it actually
0: helps if you have like people that you're accountable to to read yeah yes. yes and that that brings me to my, my <laughs> next question already um you know completing a book for example is a big challenge right as in if you have a very a big novel a very big novel with 600 yeah. pages that's a goal you want to achieve to finish reading it yeah. for example or you know getting to I i don't know a delta with <laughs> or mindfulness stage or you know practicing yoga and you know all those all these things are like goals that one set for oneself and sometimes it's very difficult to achieve those goals without having um an accountability partner or a group that you're accountable to yes please yes so can you so can you tell me about your, your your work with your your own accountability group and um how do you walk around yourself with yourself to achieve your goals? And are there like some feedbacks or some testimonies from the from okay. group? Okay.
1: Um, early last year, I started the accountability group. I just, I actually, it's, mm. it's fairly new. Just early last year. And um, okay, so we don't just hold each other accountable to like just one aspect of our lives. We hold ourselves, we hold each other accountable to every, every goal that we might have. You get, so, um, either else, finance, um, family, you know, career, anything, we hold each other accountable to it. And, um, well, you, you just knowing that there are people out there and, you know, that's why, that's the, um, good thing about accountability group. They are not just out there. You get they are, they are out there per se somewhat, but they are going to text you. They are going to call you. That oh alpha, what of this thing that you say you're going to do? What are you doing so far? What step are you taking? You get so you knowing that there are people there that would question that will question you is going to put you in this frame of mind that you have to do it. And I realized I realized that it's actually no hard, you know. Um, initially I just I thought, oh, an accountability group was more like all of you just be like, uh, okay. Um I read one book today or I read one book this week. Ah, take it like that. You get what <laughs> but knowing that there are people that you can answer to it's just going to change like your radical way of thinking. Your brain starts processing with without your knowledge, your brain just knows that okay, you have to read one book this week. You have to um go you have to talk to somebody this week to to get this end goal, you know? And um okay, so this is also something I believe I've learned yeah. when I read like the power of the subconscious. Um your subconscious does not know the meaning of jokes, it does not understand jokes whatever you program yourself to believe, your subconscious believes, and your subconscious is going to act it. Oh, and everything still boils down to meditation. And meditation, um, on the other hand, um, tries to tell you, like, what meditation tries to teach you is that you shouldn't just rely on your subconscious to be processing things. You should be in control, you know, and then make sure that whatever your subconscious believes, whatever your subconscious is going to do, because you cannot always be conscious of every action that you take. But whatever your um subconscious believes, whatever your whatever your um whatever thoughts run through your mind, are good thoughts, healthy ones. You know, things that are beneficial to you. So um, when you are in this, when you start processing your subconscious to start thinking. In the positive direction, that oh, people are going to hold you accountable to your goals. You have to achieve this thing. You have to do this thing. The brain starts processing that okay, I'm going to have to do this for me to get this. I'm going to have to do this for me to get this. And then the feedback at the end of the day is all going to be positive. Like in my so in my accountability group, um, the feedback last year was like really amazing. You know, funny. I started it in 2020 and then COVID started and then there was a lockdown, there were people dying, people falling sick, I mean jobs were lost, everything was like basically going wrong, things were turning upside down and um, if it was me of like say 2019, I'd have just been like, ah, this thing cannot work, it's like done, but I guess... I guess us already processing our subconscious in that direction from the start kept us on the go. If you know the kind of positive feedback that we got, oh my God. People were just like taking goals off because they achieved them already. Short-term goals, everybody achieved their short-term goal. Long-term goals, everybody was well on their way to Like, everybody is well on their way to achieve it. Because, okay, so the thing is, for long-term goals, yeah, we all, we're breaking down to short-term Like, we breaking down to, like, achievable goals, like, weekly, monthly goals to be able to reach the end goal. Yes. But, like, even those yeah. ones were, like, ticked off because we were able to do it. That's yes. Amazing. I yeah, think that it is a book that got me in this direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the power of a right? book, right? A po- the right. power of a book. Yes, yes. And that's I think that's the power of everything combined together. The mindfulness, you know, you do the yoga, you do ma- meditation, you are fully present. You read a book, you gain everything from the book. You are because Why you are present read while the reading book, the
1: book. Exactly. Exactly. Everything hmm. seems hmm. everything hmm. seems tied together
0: yes yes for something great actually i
1: am not complaining
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> so for, for people for people out there who um don't know where to reach out to yes. you like to connect on to you we made mention of your instagram page but you have your other platforms can you tell us about it like what are the projects that we could you know get connected with How can we reach out to you
1: um <laughs> i honestly just mostly use my instagram page which is at Adeleko. Okay. Um, my Twitter, mm. you can also reach me there. It's is underscore Dami. Um, my mm. website, which is not fully developed yet, <laughs> it's still underway. Is um, mm. mindful arts with Dami. Um, the business. Mm. that's something something. I don't remember. I think that's com. Yeah, that's it. yeah. It's a yeah. Google page oh, no actually. Everything it's a will be linked, page, and um, it's yeah. it's it's actually on my. Um, on my instagram page i have a dish page which is like a link tree that has mm. every other link it also has my um the links to my community to my mindful arts community on it oh,
0: okay yeah that that's yes. awesome that's good so once we go to your instagram page we could just click yes. on the link then land
1: yes and it also has a link to reach out to me directly on um, whatsapp so if you want to text oh, okay. me directly personally you can also uh, click on the link text
0: me I'm open anytime any day <laughs> Oh, that's great thank, that's very nice of you thank yes. you so much I'm going to place the, this information in the show notes of this episode and I'm hoping that everyone will you know, click on the link or copy the link and reach out to see you and also learn a lot from your wonderful artworks and the usefulness of mindful art. yes that awesome I, I, I really appreciate thank your you time thank you very much for having me I really appreciate me. your time thank you so much
1: yes. it's actually uh, Anna,
0: this Anna, was, Anna. was so amazing Anna.
1: Ah.
0: (laughs) it's fine it's fine everything's english (laughs) right thank you so much for listening to this podcast i am eternally grateful for your time your love and contributions you mean a lot to me thank you once again for listening and sharing with your loved ones don't forget to subscribe and follow this journey on spotify apple podcast and other platforms in the description stay blessed